0: Hello, hello, and welcome to Baki-Taki Season 2, Episode 4, the four, of course, standing for Team Formed, which is the name of this episode. Um, man, that pun was a lot better in my head, uh, but <laughs> I'm sure that my guest can save this episode as we've got another returning guest all the way back from Episode 3, our good friend
1: Phil. Hello, hello, it's great to be back. What's up, baki Talkie crew? Yeah, there we go.
0: Haven't heard that talk, one. Before. Talk about
1: bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, seriously.
0: Um, yeah, so, Phil, I've struggled with returning guests to come up with a good question, because um, we all we all know you, of course, from that uh, 30 minutes eight months ago. Um, but uh, I wanted to ask you this fun question. Uh, if they were to make a live-action adaptation of Baki, and you got to cast one of the characters... Which character would you choose, and who would you cast them?
1: Oh wow, that's a that's a tough question. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, I don't know if it would be necessarily age appropriate, but I feel like um, Samuel L. Jackson could really carry Mr. Oliver, <laughs> yeah. like something about it you know he could really you know like maybe they could do that thing where like they cgi him to make him younger and just use his face but i think he'd really like have some great quips
0: the thing is like mr oliver is um to me he's almost like the hulk like i think you would need to entirely cg his body oh 100
1: oh like or like if you've ever seen the clips when they were trying to fill thanos and it's just josh brolin wearing this like (laughs) ridiculously large suit but there'd just be his head be like a lot of that i think
0: I would be, I'd be very down for that. That'd be fun. I was trying to think, who would I get to play Yujiro? And then I was thinking, who has red hair? And the only one I could think of is the guy who plays Archie on Riverdale. But I don't think that he would be a very good Yujiro. I also yeah, probably want an Asian that would, actor. That
1: would be a really tough, tough casting one, especially Yujiro. But... Oh, you, you
0: know who could do it? The guy from, from Squid Game, because he dyes his hair red at the end.
1: <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, he's a really like big beefy guy. When I think of like <laughs> <laughs> casting decisions,
0: yeah. Anyhood, uh so let's jump into this episode because this is a fun one. Honestly, this this I love the ride tournament. It's fun from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Um, so the episode starts with just a little brief recap um, of the previous episode with Biscuit Oliver. So uh, you Biscuit Oliver hadn't been introduced in your episode originally. I feel like this might. Well, this would probably be the first time you've seen it, but I know you've watched a few episodes. Um, So I I did watch...
1: (laughs) I did watch Up Until Now, and I'm sure it's been talked to you to death about the whole, like crushing him into a diamond but just like again and and we'll get i think this episode is when we really get into it but they just keep introducing these Kyos as like the best (laughs) martial artists, and i don't think any fight is longer than 30 seconds like he just literally gets just bodied into like this crumpled little pile of bones i assume on the ground which is just like awful in its own right but at the same time just
0: there's honestly i think i think there's only one fight in the first round in which it goes more than one move and it, that's that we'll get to Kaiô Jin versus uh kyo Jak- after this because yeah, that's yeah. that's the all and that one is one of the worst fights <laughs> probably oh, in the that series is,
1: it's, it's got to be up there but uh you know as they say you know biscuit oliver you know he's got power which is strength which is just equal to a massive body which i mean is true yeah like, that guy other guy thought he was tough but he has no match for the biscuit oliver
0: so I, I wrote down i write down notes for every episode and what i realized was 90 percent of my notes for this episode is from the mvp the narrator or the announcer for mm. this episode mm-hmm. so he his, his first quote that i loved was
2: look at him flaunting his body you'd never see a chinese martial artist showing off like that
0: you'll you'd never see a chinese martial artist do that
1: yeah and also too just like the way it's like shirt rips but his shirt is such a weird animated texture like it oh, doesn't yeah. look like like it doesn't look like it's actually been animated to be colored it almost just looks like it's a green screen and it just kind of like the pattern just floats over his body well, and then I just was, he tears it.
0: i was gonna it's comment great. on that because later in the episode Later in the episode, he looks like like a guy... He looks like me when I go to the pool. Like, he's just wearing a white t-shirt over I, here. I
1: actually... I had a comment on that later, too. There's, like, one scene where he's walking away, and he looks, like, thick. Like, T-H-I-C-C. Yeah. Like, he's thick. And it's like, whoa, well, it's kind of weird.
0: Yeah. But I, I honestly think the only reason he was wearing the white shirt in all of those shots is because it's easier to animate than having to sculpt his ridiculous muscles in every shot. (laughs) And they are
1: like, they are truly ridiculous. Like in a show of people with ridiculous, like animated bodies and muscles, like his is, I would say next level.
0: Yeah. He well yeah he's he's the muscle guy like he he represents so, the idea that you don't need to be good at martial arts if you're just bigger and stronger than your opponents, which is and an so interesting again to philosophy. kind of
1: like this getting into this theme of this like season so far in terms of they have this super prestigious tournament and then just. You don't really care what happens because all of a sudden i guess like mr oliver is just now in the tournament he was like yeah i want to just like fight why not and then they're like yeah okay he's in yeah <laughs> like they didn't make him do any like roof tile shit
0: he to be fair maybe maybe that guy was the roof tile equivalent
1: the <laughs> yeah i mean he did basically the exact same move he just kind of put his palm on his head and just kind of squished him but
0: uh i was just gonna say you're right that is the exact same move Yujiro did to break the the roof tiles <laughs> But yeah, so so that was just a bit of a recap. The first real fight that we get this episode um, is Kaio Jaku versus Kaio Jin.
2: The only Kaio from Japan, Kukendo Master Kaio Jaku versus Kaio Jin, an expert in Fujian Sango Ken.
0: So Kaio Jaku is uh, Japan's only Kaio, so we've got another foreigner, as they love to call them. Um, and Kaio Jin is um Kaio Jin. jim uh do you want to describe this fight a bit phil uh,
1: it's it's really this to me seems like super manga-y because it's all like I, I they refer to it i think as sango ken i don't know i wrote it down somewhere yeah but he's like, like i have used my chi into my fist and used the power of the earth and like I've read a bit of, like, Naruto and, like, One Piece, and that just sounds exactly like real, like, manga shit. Like, I have channeled my, like, inner force into my fist, so now I can, like, punch up a power level or something.
0: Yeah, and instead of saying chi and fist is what separated Chinese martial arts, it could have been, like, chakra and hockey is what separates Chinese martial arts.
1: (laughs) And then he kind of starts beating up on uh, Jacko a little bit, using the
2: power of the earth. Ah, oh, i see well no wonder there was so much power behind your punch because you incorporated the principle of earth drawing power from this concrete <laughs> which, is, which is great
1: and then
0: he has the gall to say that like he's using the earth because he's an environmental sp- like environmental combat specialist she fist earth sango ken incorporates all three principles it's environment utilization in case you don't get it because oh, yeah. he uses then, the like, earth like <laughs>
1: <laughs> well yeah and at one point kyo jack was like yes you're pushing off the concrete to push harder which like in theory just kind of makes sense right like i don't know don't think like, neither good base we and then we get,
0: we'll get taught that multiple times this season <laughs>
1: And then Kai jin is the line, you're pretty smart even for a foreigner. And I think this, like I was even kind of thinking of this before we got into this episode, but I love the fact that this like Japanese manga is just setting up all these Chinese fighters to just get absolutely obliterated by foreigners, which has kind of been <laughs> the theme up till now, I think.
0: Yeah. No, it's it's hilarious how blatant this show is. Like it's I feel like at this point in Baki, there was sort of a formula, which is like, we have a cast of badasses, and so we're going to wheel in people to show how much more mm-hmm. badass they are than the rest, especially the Chinese. Um, so, so the fight starts off, and this is the only fight with a back and forth in the entire first round. Uh, <clears throat> Kaio Jin... Uh, actually punches even really
1: like it's very minimal back and forth but yes there's at least more than it's one literal
0: point. back and forth <laughs> or actually you're right there might not be a back and forth there is one it, 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 there's one reversal of momentum so so kyo uh, jaku goes in for the punch Jin counters him using the entire power of the earth and then uh kyo ja- jaku very on the back foot um inexplicably decides to try and pitch kyojin on joining his martial arts studio.
2: Hey, Chin. Huh? Listen. Why don't you come join me in Japan? Huh? I have 24,000 apprentices waiting back there. Why not come and train them with me? Huh? 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 Which yeah, and were... then,
1: like going back to the the commentator commentator. It's like a job offer now? <laughs> In the middle of a fight?
2: Seriously? Kaio Chaku is trying to hire Kaio Chin? The match is still going on! Boy, he's got some nerve!
0: But Kaio Jin like, Kaio Chin takes this news as if, like, he's being brainwashed. Like, he, he looks like it's melting his mind, the idea that somebody like, would oh, do this. A job offer? Oh! Come on, join me, Chin.
1: <laughs> and he's got, like, the wide eyes, like, what is this?
0: Does it have dental? <laughs> he's gonna. He's gonna well, actually. Like, he's yeah. gonna need medical benefits.
1: Kaijin, <laughs> you know, he's looking like pretty like mentary. You know, he's got that nice like uh, that beard going. It's like I got twenty four thousand students or something like that.
0: Yeah, that's Jaku though. But yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, sorry, Jakku, Yes, yes. Yeah.
0: yeah he has twenty four thousand um, students, and apparently he wants to. I guess teach them Sengoken. And know, it seems
1: like a pretty good deal to me
0: yeah well what the weirdest part to me is so he offers him a job it completely melts Kao Jin's mind so that uh kyojaku can walk up and uh dislocate his shoulder is his weird possessiveness of being like after this tournament's done come see me and i'll give you a job like it, it almost feels like he's claimed him after defeating him like like a pokemon
2: trainer chill wait for me at the end of the tournament and after i win it all i'll take you with me
1: oh absolutely i also want to really comment on like this coyote is the lamest coyote like we've seen a guy get his face ripped off we've seen a guy get like pulverized into like a speck and this guy has like a dislocated shoulder and it's like he's out of there (laughs) (laughs) can't get back after that it's like okay
0: So I will I will agree that he's the lamest so far, but I think that every other Kayo in this episode is even worse. <laughs>
1: true, true. But just like in terms of like like if you were oh I forget who the main guy is Kaiyu, Kaku, who's like the 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 mentor right? Like if you had your face ripped off and then you see another Kaio, oh Ryu kind of like yeah. get like kind of like his shoulder popped out a bit and he's like oh ow and you're like come on man like.
0: <laughs> Did you catch that Ryu survived? Little- yes <laughs> so happy I was so confused because they just had a guy walk up to Retsu and go He's survived his surgery and I'm like that could be eight different guys
1: <laughs> and yeah and so like he just kind of dislocates his shoulder walked away and then the audience is still like oh he's uh, <laughs> another foreigners like one like oh my gosh
0: yeah very disappointing day for the uh, the Chinese audience um, before we get to the final match of the first round um round four of a 16 person but anyway uh we get a fun conversation between baki and his dad Mm -hmm. um as we know baki has always wanted to fight his dad and he's finally back to uh well you know baki's back um Mm -hmm. he's back to his healthy self um how does the conversation go
1: i mean it just starts with baki being like pretty cocky which i don't think is like out of the ordinary for baki but he's like oh come on like this isn't like you dad like what's going on like (laughs) this talking to him in like a very strange way even like for like baki to talk in general
2: come on this isn't like you i mean i figured you were just gonna attack me the minute that i mentioned challenging you (laughs) what do i know i'm not the world's strongest man or whatever that bullshit title is
1: he has like this great line that's like even if you were the weakest person i'd only want to be a fraction stronger than you
2: and frankly, even if I were one of the weakest creatures on the planet, I'd be fine knowing you were weaker than me. Even if I were only the slightest bit stronger than you, I'd be happy. Yeah, I i think I've quoted that line
0: like ten times on this podcast. And honestly, I i, I feel like he might just be saying it mostly to egg on you, Jiro. like just to, just to make him really feel it.
1: Well, and that's it too, right? That got one, so like, hero goes crazy and he's like smashes baki into a wall and has a great line that's like did you really think he'd get a rise out of me he's literally doing this as he's crushing his skull like into a wall and is about to just like absolutely body him and it's like
0: (laughs) he does say that as he basically goes like you really got a rise out of me
1: (laughs) yeah like that isn't that the definition of getting a rise out of somebody like making them (laughs) like almost kill you did you really
2: believe that you'd get a rise out of me
0: I I loved DJ in that scene. First of all, his summation of Baki as being full of piss and vinegar, I thought was mm, completely correct. Mm-hmm. And then his his line where he's like, "Baki, your leg's shaking." And then he just throws him through the wall. Um Oh yeah. Su- then, such a such a cool guy.
1: <laughs> and he, and then you know Baki kind of gets up and he's looking around. And then like this is another thing. It's like you just see like the way that like normal people react to things in the show is like actually kind of I think spot on because <laughs> it's just like a lot of people confused, being like, "Where did he come from?" <laughs> you okay, buddy <laughs> You just see, see this massive hole in the wall?
0: Yeah. Oh my god! Imagine if the riotai Tower just fell down because of that. Yeah.
1: No, it's seriously. kind of, I it's mean, scary. they've been they've been doing a lot of structural damage to that thing, so.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Um. So yeah. So Baki won't get his revenge yet. Um. It's clear that he is still not on the same level as Yujiro. Um. I think he even says, well, what was it? It was a good line. It was like,
2: there's always someone better than you. <sighs> I don't think I ever really believed those words until now. Which is a, <laughs> a good one. Um, but he's
0: then also we,
1: talking about, he's like, is it shameful that I'm glad he wasn't there? So like, Baki, got, he's got some good self-reflection.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, this is the core of Baki, you know, like, uh, or Baki's character, I mean. Like last season, Baki was just off- on romantic adventures and stuff so we didn't we didn't get a lot of uh, self-reflection other than um mm-hmm. on how fighting is like sex but anyway on the topic of fighting uh we have we have one more in the first round kaioretsu uh, Retsu, a good friend and chef mm-hmm. up against a guy i didn't even write down his name i wrote down ring man and then i decided to call him shung chi because he's got 10 rings his name I think is Kyo Sun. I think I have it written down, so that's actually pretty close.
2: And here comes Kyo Sun, radiating quiet power.
1: Before we get to the fight really quickly, I just want to the, the way that you are introduced to Kyo, Re, Kyo Retsu before the fight, oh these just these, like, classic anime groaning noises where he's like, Ugh, <laughs> Ugh, and he's just, like, standing in this, like, really just, like, basic pose, and there's, like, a pool of water around him, and he's like, I'm practicing my pose.
0: <laughs> the funniest thing, this isn't the first time he's done this. Like, this is the <laughs> second time we've just met Retsu drenched in sweat, just sitting in a
1: pose. And again, like, I'm not going to be, like, too critical but it doesn't look like that hard to pose it's kind of like a little bit of a squat and he's got his arms up and like that's it
0: <laughs> I have to assume he's been doing it for like five days <laughs> but... I guess
1: I would hope so like if you're that sweaty like after a few minutes like yeesh
0: anyway uh, so Kaio Retsu against Kaio son. so this Kaio has a fun martial arts style um, which is apparently about grip strength the amount of guys who can make their living out of having strong hands or fingers um but uh to prove how strong he is he flexes his fingers and breaks all uh seven rings or all 10 rings that he's been wearing that he says he's been wearing for seven years so pretty dramatic
1: yeah it's a pretty it's a pretty cool fighter introduction to be honest like i don't know yeah, if you were to just walk up to someone, they're just like, "Heya," and like all their like rings would fall off. You'd be like, "Damn!" But it, apparently, it does not impress Kai Retsu whatsoever.
0: No, Kai Retsu runs up and grabs his hand to just say, "I can." I I've never heard Retsu train his fingers at all, but apparently, they're way stronger than this dude whose only gimmick is his fingers. Um, and we yeah. get a great callback to Hanayama, who is always brought up, even though he doesn't do much in this show. I really want to get your opinion on this, Phil. What is more impressive? If I flexed my fingers and broke 10 golden rings, or if I used my fingers to tear a chunk out of a playing card deck?
2: (laughs) In Japan, there's a gangster who's named Kaoru Hanayama. His grip is so incredibly strong that he's able to tear a chunk
1: out of a deck of cards. I think... You know, they both have this weird, like, magician quality to them. <laughs> Which is like, yeah, see here, watch as I like, rip this deck.
2: Professional magicians all do it.
1: But I think I think that playing cards would be more impressive. I don't know. Something like playing cards have a kind of a waxiness to them. So they'd be able to just be like, Whoosh.
0: that is my first thought as well, that it'd be slippery. <laughs> <laughs> or
1: like, the, like it's not just paper like if it was a stack of paper I'd be like whoa like congrats but it, it you know those things are like they got some heft to them
2: yeah but yeah.
1: again too like it's just like a total just like annihilation of this Caillou. like he's made this whole thing about having the strongest grip ever and then this guy just kind of is like I'm good at other martial arts, and I just happen to have a stronger grip than you. So get bodied.
0: Yeah. So Retsu just completely demolishes him with his grippers, and um, yeah, that's uh, that's the end of Kyo Sun. Now, if you've been keeping track at home, the Chinese have had a very poor tournament so far. Retsu is Retsu and Kaku are the only actual winners. And even in Ratsu, he beat another Chinese Kaio, so somebody had to win in that scenario. So China I mean, has to get, China China lost every match they could except against I mean. Thailand.
1: And to go back to like that point too is like even though he won, he was even saying like these Kaio's are like you call yourself a Kaio like
0: yeah like he was sweet shit. he was very disappointed. Son, renounce your Kaio title
2: just start over again with stance training seems the kaios are no longer the top dogs um so
0: th- this is this this little part sequence right here is why I love Baki because it takes the tournament in a completely new direction um oh, yeah. so Retsu, Kaku, the two remaining kaios um, and the three heads of the martial arts committee all assemble to discuss um, what the next steps are uh, kaku talks to retsu and says like did you notice how weak your opponents were and they're like yeah Kaio suck nowadays they aren't like they used to mm. and then we turn our attention to the heads of the martial arts committee um japanese can... ministers no <laughs> chinese sorry, chinese ministers sorry <laughs> yeah so what, what what does kaku do to these guys
1: well first you have these three guys that look kind of like this is going to be a, a weird callback but if you've ever seen like the og sleeping beauty disney movie yeah. it was like the three godmothers that each these just like very colorful outfits and they're both <laughs> just kind of these like doddering old ladies it, it's very similar i feel like with these old guys like you get they're each wearing these like very colorful robes they're all kind of older yeah he's like okay everyone give me your hand which is already kind of like oh, i don't know he has them all come in for like a little one of those it almost looks like And when you put your hands in, you say, like, okay, three cheers. So they all get their hands in. And then he just, the Grand Coyote just goes ham and just pulls this, like, knife out and just stabs through every hand, gives them a good, like, karate chop. And it literally just shows their hands, like, skewered on the ground and all of them just, like, cowering in pain and fear. I can only imagine.
0: Out of nowhere,
1: too, I gotta say.
0: And he can just do that. Like, they run the tournament. And he was just, like, off with your hands, you losers. Also, yeah, before I, doing that I mean, he's he comments, the coyote. Before, before doing that he comments on how feminine and soft their
2: hands are
0: because they don't actually yeah, know true. martial arts. True.
2: <laughs> What's that? Our hands like this. Oh, such beautiful hands so soft and feminine Now put them on top of each other! <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: Yeah, uh, and I mean, like, shame on the Chinese fighters. I know that said at some point. I have that scribbled in my notes, but I'm not quite sure, sure where oh, in the episode I think, it happened. I, I, so might,
0: I, I, might, I might have that line <laughs> in my quotes. If not, I'm going to play but, it because it's my fave.
2: <laughs> this is the worst crisis in Chinese martial arts history. No one could have foreseen that foreigners would dominate the tournament like this. Shame on you, Chinese fighters.
1: But it does happen. I, I don't Like, if it's not in the scene, it's appropriate. Because it's clear that at this point, like, the Chinese fighters are just not at the snuff. Why that's, like, the Chinese minister's fault is kind of, like, I'm not super clear on.
0: Well, you know why? It's because <laughs> they invited all of the foreigners. And now there's a good chance uh, that the winner will not be Chinese. That makes sense. So it's kind of, like... Yeah. And they might have had some role in naming who is a Kaio and who isn't. I don't know. It seems like... And then,
1: yeah like so the, the grand kai is taking it into his own hands that they gotta they gotta do something to make sure the chinese win
0: yeah so he decides then, to change the sorry you, you go you go
1: oh yeah so he decides to to form the chinese coalition force which is just it's great you know like <laughs> to be basically changing the tournament into now this kind of like you know 5v5 as opposed to winner take all
0: wouldn't, also, it, be, though, wouldn't there... it be great if, like, in the World Cup, like, Canada starts losing and then it's like, we've created the North American alliance we merge. emerged <laughs> They with. just
1: take, like, all the best players they
0: have with, yeah. like,
1: United States and Mexico and they're like, let's see what we can do, boys. <laughs>
0: yeah. the Western Hemisphere uh, conglomerate. <laughs> yeah.
1: But also it's funny too because he forms this chinese alliance and then there's another kyo which i know his name is not kyo ren because i think i'm just thinking of kylo ren
0: i but yeah i'm pretty like sure that. it's kyo mo is is the is the goofy <laughs> yeah. goofy guy he has the dumbest voice he literally is like duh what about my match with kyle han
2: <laughs> but what's gonna happen to my match with kyle han that's literally the
1: voice i was gonna use as well it's it's <laughs> It's comically, and then the Grand Kaio is just kind of like, oh, yeah, about that, and then just kind of flicks him and, like...
0: Into him. the shadow and realm, him. like
1: Just, like, yeah, eliminates him with a flick. Again, pointing out the idea that, like, these Kaios are just, like, they're just nothing.
0: Yeah, so he has to get rid of Mo because the Kaio, or Kaio Kaku has brought in two ringers. So mm-hmm. the dream team of the Chinese coalition is now Kaiokaku, Kaku, the 146-year-old man. Kaio Retsu, our good friend. Uh, Kaio Han, who for some reason is still on the team. He hasn't done anything yet. Um, And then Shobun Ron and Shunsei.
2: Uh, (laughs) Brute and the Mad Beast. Yeah. Shunsei Kaku Mm -hmm. and Shobun Ron. Shunsei the Mad Beast and Shobun the Brute. So Shunsei is
0: um, Kaiokaku's son from when he was 121. So there's some there's some lucky lady up there. <laughs> Shunsei's uh, mother. Um, and Shobun Ron is such a fun guy, and we'll get to him in a few minutes. Uh, but first, we have to get Team America or the American Japanese alliances thoughts. Um, yeah, you know,
1: they're really important first though, because like when they get introduced, like the screen flashes with like the like the japanese characters of their names which is like it's only happened very rarely in the series so you know when that goes down it's like oh
0: yeah and the and like even like yujiro and like like the reactions of people's faces when they hear those names it's like gasp like people are impressed by shoban ron and Shunsei, and i will you say know the problem? one of them is very impressive
1: But the problem too though is is like it's just like there's no interesting character design of the show so they try to introduce these like two guys that are supposed to be really cool they just look like every other character <laughs> you know <laughs> i don't know if like if you know what i've of the point i'm getting at with that but, no
0: like, i get you like like you can't there there's nothing you could do to make someone more ridiculous looking than like Yujiro or oliver so like you you just have a guy who looks like the Twelve other guys that were just introduced. Like Sean
1: Che at least has that kind of cool suit and like scowl. But yeah, the other one just looks like literally he could be oh, any of the Kais. I, I would not be able to pick him out in the lineup.
0: See, I disagree. I love Kai- I, I love Ron. He first of all because his name is Ron. He sounds like just some dude. Um, but he's, he's he's always got his hands in his pockets. He's he, he looks very cool. Oh, I
1: might have them mixed up then.
0: Okay, yeah. Ron is the guy with his hands in his pockets.
1: Oh, okay, yeah. That's the guy I liked with like yeah. the suit.
0: Yeah, the other guy, yeah,
1: whatever. You see, I I even mixed them up, so it just goes to show how.
0: (laughs) Anywho. So uh, Retsu goes to pitch this idea to the Japanese-American alliance. So this team is made up of Muhammad Ali Jr., Mr. Oliver, uh, Biscuit Oliver, Yujiro Hanma, Baki Hanma and Kyo Jaku.
1: And you say Retsu pitches it, but he's basically just telling them what the deal is, and then he's like, I'm going to go join the Chinese, so, like, you guys are on your own, which is kind of, like, a, an interesting, like, this guy, Kai Retsu, is literally just, like, crying that Baki was healed, and then yeah. here he is, immediately That's, turning it's, his it's back.
0: It's Retsu in his villainous ways. Um, but the, 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 my favorite part is, the reason I say pitch it is because Oliver tries to turn it into a no- negotiation, and he goes, well, what do we get out of this? And then Retsu well, R- 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 responds with basically, we're going to kick all of your asses. That's what you get.
2: <laughs> so what's the deal? If you're going to make all of these demands, then it's only polite to present a gift to us in return. The deal is, mm-hmm. Our Chinese coalition force will be completely victorious. Hey, wait—that isn't what I meant by a gift. on
1: to be fair, like biscuit Oliver, it's like he really didn't like agree to anything. He just kind of like, <laughs> yeah, this kind of came with his like his buddy Kai Dorian.
2: They should have, yeah, they should have
0: just kicked Dor- kicked Oliver out of the competition at this point. Like, yeah. Um, but so we get fun. we get a we get a fun shot of the five the five v five lineup in the uh in the grand stage and this is where we get the quote this is the worst crisis in chinese martial arts history shame on you chinese fighters is
1: this is where it um, is yeah like uh announce her 10 out of 10 <laughs>
0: oh and even he, and then he says something like uh yujiro is yujiro hanma giving off the vibes that they are going to win and laugh at us while doing it
2: yujiro what? hanma is mocking us with his laughter it's as if he's saying we're going to win and laugh at you while doing it
0: anyway um and then i mean it uh,
1: really like it's almost like makes me question like what the first point of the three episodes were if they were just immediately gonna set up this like (laughs) secondary fight
0: yeah yeah it it was well honestly i think it's because um the there were a lot of chinese martial arts that the that itagaki wanted to talk about (laughs) like kongo ken and sunguken and uh muay thai um, we we yeah, got to see little, little tidbits of all of them.
1: Little power scaling too, I guess you know. Yeah, we'll get to it, but like it's gonna get off the. I have a feeling it's gonna get off the rails pretty quick.
0: No, it's it's been on one rails the entire tournament. <laughs> I mean, well, we'll see how things go. I don't like saying too much about the future. Um, but so the first match is coming up soon. But before that, the the Japanese American Alliance has a bit of a team meeting. Um, Baki who in the previous scene had said we i don't care about this tournament you don't care about this tournament let's just fight dad um talks to yujiro and yujiro says like um are you in are you are you going to join our team and baki has the really interesting line i can't remember it exactly but it's basically like i hate you dad but i hate the chinese even more or something L- along literally those lines. i
1: wrote that down it's like i completely hate you i hate your stupid fa- like your stupid face your <laughs> personality like he says all this shit and he's like
2: okay look i completely hate you your ideas your way of life your stupid face i despise it all but right now we at least agree on one thing how we feel about chinese martial arts
1: but I won't back down to the Chinese. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> like, is like I don't think there's anything in
0: Baaki's character, about like, is this just, like, na- nationalism? Like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> he's also, like, a 17-year-old boy, too, at this point. Isn't he, like, he's not, in, like, an adult.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: I don't, yeah, like you're saying, like, I don't know where this is exactly coming from, that he has such strong reading feelings towards the Chinese as
0: a child, but... And, like, Retsu just, like, saved his life. Like, he's a guest in China right now. Like, anyway. Like, there's so little on the line for them, right? Like, it's not like Japan is going to be dishonored if they lose the Chinese martial arts tournament. But, anyway. Um, Then we get a really fun shot where everybody puts their hands in. Once again, like, they're going to go hip, hip, hooray. But they don't do it this time, unfortunately. I was really
1: hoping for
0: no. great answer so, to just Oh to come in and like that would be so funny. Sneak it back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um so the final fight of the episode uh is or the first fight. Japan versus America. Mr. Unchained versus also inexplicably Mr. Unchained. Shoboon Ron's nickname.
2: You do know it, right? <laughs> of course I do. Mr. Unchained. So, which one of you
0: is the real deal, Ron? Shobun Ron, the mafioso, versus Biscuit Oliver. Do you want to describe Ron? Well, they gave us like a
1: whole backstory, as is tradition with any time a new backy character is introduced. <laughs> they just kind of like we could like subtly handle exposition, or we could just bulldoze through like a little a minute scene to get you caught up. <laughs> so he is an underground fighter he from like the age of 15 to 20 i think it was they said he just pretty much won every single rai tai tournament yeah which is insane and then he decided to go fight in the underground pits like the mafia like fighting rings mm-hmm. and so basically just never lost a match for 40 years or something like that
0: yeah he's but already they're building him up he's undefeated. undefeated his entire life this guy is the opposite of or actually he's very similar to the death row inmates we met he has never tasted defeat
1: no but he's not looking for it he's like no 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 No, he's a he's a professional and to describe his character he has that like classic bachy like really sunken face like really defined like cheekbones and stuff and he's wearing this full white suit not quite a suit it's more like a chinese garb i would say <laughs> it looks kind of like a suit
0: phil realizing he has no idea what it's called
1: (laughs) 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 um so he's just standing in the ring hand in pocket and in comes biscuit oliver looking like he's ready for bed he's just wearing this like white t-shirt that's just like (laughs) (laughs) absolutely ridiculous on his like (laughs) like ridiculously muscular body like i can't really describe it
0: yeah, it does look like this is what he wears to bed. Because underneath, like, he's got, like, a weird vibe going on. Because underneath he's wearing, like, a, a small black Speedo, basically. Um,
1: but, and it's also just, like, his legs are so thick that it's not like there's any, like, taper. It's like, it goes from shirt to just, like, solid thighs. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So he, he he takes the shirt off, and um, the fight is... Oh, wait, I forgot. Ron... Well, no, Did... there's... Yeah, they There's they they, to this. they they both have like WWE entrances. Like yeah. Biscuit Oliver comes in in his little tiny white shirt and the uh, speedo and takes off the shirt, shows off the guns. Ron yeah. is legs crossed on the ground, and he jumps five feet in the air, just with I guess his thigh muscles. You
1: say WWE, it almost looks more like a, like a Street Fighter, like yeah. <laughs> like when you start a round and they do like their little like five second intro animation. Yeah. He just like yeah levitates up on his feet, but his hands are still in his pocket. And he's just kind of like chilling.
0: Yeah. Um, so Ron, uh, so it's Ron versus Oliver. Oliver, of course, is Pierce.
1: Pure... I was gonna say too, and the, they introduce it as. <laughs> It's superhuman strength versus the dark martial arts. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
2: Man, look at that face! Frightening! Superhuman strength versus dark martial arts!
0: The fight begins, and Oliver does what Oliver does, which is walk up slowly and basically do the type of punch that Donkey Kong would do. Um, And then Ron pulls a hand out of his pocket to block the punch and then Mm -hmm. uses his spear hand to slice into Oliver's flesh which as Oliver points out even bullets can't do that and 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 it's also
1: worth pointing out too like when you say block a punch we're not talking like just kind of deflected it like he takes it on and his is so strong that his feet sink into the
0: (laughs) (laughs) that can't be good for you like (laughs)
1: <laughs> I almost ex- the impact on your joints yeah they say writing's not great on concrete for your joints but i can only imagine getting slammed into the concrete is I, I, significantly harmful
0: i expect ron to have like lost a quarter inch of height from like his spine just compressing but Again, yeah like you said it
1: it's a very important fact that like he's now bleeding and he's never bled before
0: yeah so this is like
1: it's pretty intense all of a sudden
0: and then we get uh a very interesting end to the episode with Yujiro going, hmm, I see.
2: (sighs) I see.
0: And then the end of the episode.
1: (laughs) Well, there was... No, he kicked Oliver, didn't he, in the face?
0: Oh, did he? Okay, yeah.
1: I think there was, like, a brief kick, and it looked like it did some damage, but then, yeah. And then that's it. Like, the fight ends right in the middle. Yeah. So, So...
0: so who do you think's going to win?
1: Honestly, I think, and I, as much as I hate to say this, because I think up until this point, I might have had Biscuit Oliver as my winner. I think this is going to be the point where just the the sheer, um, what's the word I'm looking for, like martial artistry of the contestants is just overmatches his muscles. An but interesting I do think it's, projection. It's going to be Ron. I do think Ron is going to take it down.
0: Well, if anybody was going to beat Biscuit Oliver, it would be you know the other guy whose spear. nickname is mr unchained yeah, spear hands spear hand wrong. no one makes me no one makes me bleed my own blood <laughs> that'd, be a, that'd be a very good body <laughs> quote
1: um yeah. But yeah unfortunately like this is uh and, and this is kind of what i meant to do with power scaling like in the, the you know part ones and twos basically all over is like un undif- like unassailable then mm-hmm. this guy like kind of gets him in like one go already. so it's been kind of like, oh okay.
0: That honestly, I feel like that is a big part about Oliver's character is that like he is sort of the bellwether mark of the first three seasons. Like he comes in season one, he's unstoppable. Season two, we're watching him right now. you know, this Ron guy looks pretty tough. And in season three, uh, you know, when Baki goes to prison, uh, Oliver is gonna be a big, big part of that season. Um, so he when when you have characters who are so astronomically overpowered like Yujiro it, it, it is helpful to have somebody like Oliver to sort of show progression um, yeah
1: no it's it's definitely like I definitely want to go check out and see how this fight ends though because like at the end of the day there could be you know someone no, really you, you, you should
0: really watch how this fight ends It's it's great <laughs> alright so i just wanted i wanted to check in with you did you watch the end credits i did what did you think of it i don't i haven't gotten a chance to talk about this yet
1: okay so two points i'm gonna make out because i made a a point too that like i think this is the best intro
0: yeah it's a really good intro
1: i also think the animation and the intro and the ending are are great
0: um no i disagree completely
1: it's very different from the fights at least not great maybe great's an overstatement but compared to like the the stiltedness of the fights you actually get some like fluid motion which is kind of interesting you get
0: like a few seconds of fluid motion yeah and then back to still images uh, of guys fair enough
1: but the credits are just Ahmad Ali Jr. and Baki just like running up that hill a
0: la Kate Bush (laughs) now that would be a good ending song right now
2: we at least agree on one thing it's how we feel Chinese martial arts if only good, I'd make a deal with God.
1: but then they're both running towards Kozue
0: yeah they and both
1: had to leap at her at the same time
0: yeah so what I love about anime is they love foreshadowing a season in the ending and opening credits um, and I, when I joke about the the Kozue love triangle it's uh, it's not a joke it's one of the the big things of this season. It's going to be baki I mean, muhammad ali and kozueh
1: i mean they kind of hinted at that, that you know in the first uh, season or the first episode right when you kind of got those muhammad ali
0: flashbacks or was it the second one uh both honestly so- yeah I, I will say I mean, literally... also just that I found the animation in the the end credits um very cheap because it's it's just running loops like it's just guys running oh, that's on fair. like a background. I
1: guess I meant the like the actual running motions seem much more fluid than anything they've shown in the manga or in the anime anime itself.
0: True, they are moving, <laughs> which is a big improvement. <laughs> but, um,
1: yeah, I mean I'm not quite sure how that's going to play in. I mean this is a this is a. Uh series that has traditionally kind of poo-pooed a lot of <laughs> actual character development and plot for just sheer fighting so <laughs> see how but that goes the, the nice thing is there's
0: usually at least some character development like the first season I feel like was Dorian's season we got to see his arc um, the second season Baki got a big arc with his um, his Cosway romance um, right cool. now the Raitai is just sort of a clusterfuck it might be honestly Kaiokaku's story um, but we'll, we'll we'll get a nice Baki Kozue, Muhammad Ali story to, to cap off the season. But that's 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 uh jumping ahead. Um Phil, thank you so much for coming on for this early record. Um Absolutely. that's all the Baki we've got to talkie. Uh see y'all next week.
1: See ya.